Hey doc, before today's episode, I have an important announcement for you. Have you been told that maybe if you can just cut down your spending, save more money and pay off debt, then you will be able to have freedom? Well, I'm sorry to tell you, but that's not the complete truth. Over the last couple of years, I've had the pleasure of learning from badass women physicians and women outside of the physician communities that are living a life of freedom. And what I've found is that how they live their life and how they think about money is so different than how most of us have been taught. Incorporating this stuff has literally changed my life and the women physicians that I have an honor of serving. So I would love to invite you to an upcoming webinar that I have coming up for you. I want to share with you seven ways that women physicians that are living a life of financial freedom think differently than most. That way you can also incorporate some other stuff and accelerate your own journey to freedom and wealth. Love you so much. Check out the link in the show notes and I look forward to seeing you at the upcoming training. Enjoy this episode. I'm Dr. Latifah. I'm the host of the Money Fit MD podcast. This is where we help badass women physicians just like you learn simple and effective tools to build wealth from the inside out. That way we can create wealth and bigger impact without all the burnout. Enjoy the episode. Hey guys, welcome to another episode with your favorite money coach slash mentor, Dr. Latifah. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Welcome to another episode on the Money Fit MD show. I hope you guys are doing fabulous. Uh, for those that are finding us for the first time, I'm so glad you're here. We've been trying to find you. Where have you been all of our podcast life? <laughs> so I hope you guys are doing okay. I have um, I have an interesting episode for you guys today, and I think it's going to help you a lot. A lot, lot, lot. So get ready to learn. And the reason I think it's going to be helpful for you is that it's going to be talking about the skills that I believe, the five skills that I believe is important if you want to achieve financial freedom. And how do I define financial freedom? There's so much definitions out there. People talk about having enough passive income to um, to take care of your expenses, to replace your income and all this other stuff. In the traditional definition, that is correct. However, I talk about financial liberation, right? And if you've listened to other episodes, you will know that liberation is important. Freedom is important. But I believe that liberation is more, it's deeper than freedom. It's deeper, relies on resourcefulness, not necessarily waiting until you have all the numbers, and especially as women physicians that are building their finances, creating their seven-figure life, part of the thing that I want to make sure that we're talking about is the fact that there are ways to get there. But when you set the when you set the system in place, when you have a system in place, you don't have to see what life would be in six in forty years or whatever to know that you have financial freedom or liberation. So, I'll give you an example of what I mean. The women in my program, I gave some of them a, an assignment recently, where I said if they look at their financial net worth and didn't do anything else to it, what would the number estimated be in about ten years, right? And so, the reason why that's important is that a lot of times you may not see, you may not be at the 
futuristic standpoint yet. You may not be where the end point is going to be yet, but it's important to set things in motion so that the success, the result becomes almost inevitable. Nobody knows what's going to happen. I, as the time I'm recording this, we unfortunately heard there was a earthquake in Morocco, which, you know, they've never, they haven't had that magnitude of earthquake in like a century or so. And we were just literally there two weeks ago. So nobody knows what's going to happen for sure. Right. But the key is, are you having your ducks in a row so that that success becomes inevitable and once that is taken care of, then you can now layer on things on top of it that are a little bit more savvy or a little bit more funky or a little bit more fun. So the reason why I am recording this today is because a lot of times what I find is that we as physicians, we haven't really spent much time talking about our finances. And maybe you're someone that's already had the basics figured out, but you still know that you're not where you want to be in terms of the numbers, but also how you want to feel. You still don't believe that you can you can have the freedom of your life. You still don't believe that you can survive without your clinical income, right? So if you are that person, then these are the skills that I believe are going to be really, really important, regardless of where you are along your journey, as long as you know that there is room for growth. Okay. So I'm going to cover five skills that I believe that every badass woman physician, and that's you, needs to have handled. And when I say handled, I'm not saying perfectionistic, right? Meaning that these are skill set that if you don't have this yet, then you need to start putting them into practice, right? And, you know, a lot of times people have this fallacy that if I'm not that person yet, that's just not my personality. Honestly, most things can be learned. They're habits. I was not studying like I was studying in medical school um, before then. That was a habit that I created. I did not know how to talk to real estate agents about investment properties. That was a habit and a pattern that I had to create. I did not know how to manage um, my finances, actually, let's be real. I did not know how to create a business. I did not know how to do videos. I did not even know how to do a freaking podcast. So if you're listening to me on a podcast right now, this is stuff that I did not know how to do. So my point is that every single thing, uh, most things are learnable, right? Most things are learnable. So if this, any of this is stuff that you find that you're not great at, just know that you can work on it. You can improve it. And the way that you work on it is by actually doing it. You know, it's funny. I talk to people about courage all the time and I'm like, how do you become courageous? Like courageous or whatever. Courageous, courageous. <laughs> yeah. I'm walk like that. How do you become that? You become that by practicing that, right? So the same goes for the skill set. It's like riding a bike. You may not know what to do the first time, but the more you practice it, the better you're going to get. It's like riding a car, driving a car. It's like doing your patient examination. Like these are skill sets that we practice. We get feedback and we get better at. So five things that I believe, five skills that I believe is going to be important for you as a woman physician, if you want to have freedom of your life, literally, that's what I call it. And the first one is down to the numbers. It is knowing where your dollars is going. Right. Knowing where your dollars is going is really, really important. And what do I mean by that? So a lot of times you are earning an income. Right. And I know that everybody wants higher income. 
But what I always tell people is if your income increases and your capacity to manage your skill set when managing your habits, the way you spend, if that doesn't change, it doesn't matter. You're not going to get to where you want to get to. And as someone that coaches women physicians, and I talk to lots of humans when it comes to money, I will tell you that the amount that you earn is only a fraction of what goes into what you actually end up creating, right? So the number one thing is knowing where your dollars is going, where, where your income is going. Like when that income comes into your house, where are the buckets that it's going into? Are they, have you reviewed that recently? Or are you just still making decisions based on what you wanted to use money for in the past, but you haven't re- decided, redecided how you want to change course correct going into the future of making sure that your money is going in a way that is going to provide what you actually want, create what you actually want. An example that I have was when the pandemic started, Everybody and their mama was spending like all kinds of crazy money, like with their kids' educational stuff and like fancy stuff with, you know, subscriptions and all that. And that served a purpose for that season. But if that season is now passed, if that peak period has passed and you still have all of that subscription, then that may not be helping you, right? And when I say knowing where your money is going, I'm not just talking about the expenses only. I'm also talking about where your money is going in terms of like your investments. Are you in investing at all. So number one is you have to know what your money is going. If you don't know what your money is going, you're not ready yet. I'm just being serious. Like you literally are not ready. You may think you're ready, but you're not ready if you're not looking at what your money is going. Because again, if you don't know what your money is going, how are you going to tell it what to do? How are you going to tell it to actually go create a life of freedom that you want? Like money is literally meant to co-partner with you to create a better world, to create the world where you get to serve, where you get to impact people without thinking about money, right? But if you're not telling money where to go, it's just there looking like, I wish someone could just tell me what to do. I'm just going to do what I want to do. And listen, if you have toddlers at home, <laughs> they don't always make the right choices. I'm just saying. So we got to tell our money what to do. So that's number one. That's a skill set that you can learn. It's possible. It's something that I teach our women inside of our money school. Um, we're working on some amazing stuff, guys, by the way, just get ready. Like, just like literally get ready. There's so much that we're we're working on in the background for you guys. And the reason why is because one of the things that Hey, I'm going to interrupt this episode briefly just to share a quick message from our sponsor. The sponsor of today's episode is SoxyDoc. Yes. Listen up, women. You know how we spend so much time on our feet as women physicians? We spend time serving others, taking care of others, and we need to do a better job of taking care of ourselves. However, as we do all those things, including saving lives, we deserve to walk around with comfort and badassery on our feet. This is why we have created SoxyDoc, a whole new line for women physicians that prioritize their comfort, their own badassery, so that you can walk around the hospital feeling like a boss. Visit SoxyDoc.com to check out the options that we have for you. Again, it's Soxy, S-O-C-K-S-Y, Doc.com, because every physician should be a SoxyDoc. I am committed to is changing the narrative of money for women physicians. One of the things that I'm interested in is I want the path 
to creating seven figures to be so clear that everybody's like, oh, we can do it. We got this. We like that is really what I want. And the reason why this is important is that I truly believe that when physicians know that their financial outcome is inevitable, we will be able to stand up to anybody that's standing in the way of us providing excellent patient care. We will be able to speak up against anybody that's making us feel victimized in situations or systems that are not healthy for us. We would literally decrease burnout. And I mean that. I mean that so much because you will know that you have choices. And when you have choices, just that knowledge only decreases your burnout. And how do I know that? That's what I have experienced myself. And I experienced that in the middle of the pandemic where I was like, knowing that I was there by choice, literally decreased the stress on my shoulders by like significant amount, right? So what we're doing here, everything that we have inside of the money school here in the podcast, it is to teach us how to do money and build wealth. And if you look at traditional financial education, it's not working for us. It's not made with you in mind. It's not made with me in mind. And even when we work hard and learn the basics in order to be able to create that life that you want, it's going to require a different kind of psychology. So like when we have women join us inside of our program, we have people that are like new to money completely. They're like, we need the basic foundational personal finance. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like that basic took me forever to learn. (laughs) Now I understand it. Now I teach it excellently well in a language that makes sense for people, but that was not always the case, right? So some people come in not knowing that personal finance. And honestly, that personal finance education was what got me from like negative $200,000 to multiple seven, multiple six figures. Excuse me. That was, that was that before I added on anything else like business or real estate to it, that knowledge only got me to multiple six figures, right? And then I layered on a different level to it. And that's what has helped me really exponentially have the freedom of life, you know, time, voice, attention that I currently have. And I truly want everybody to have, right? So part of what we're doing is like, we really want to change that narrative for physicians by really teaching the personal finance, not like the noise, but like the important, like y'all are efficient. I'm efficient. I'm like, give me the one liner, like that level of finesse, that level of excellence, that is what it's going to take for us to change the narrative so that more physicians can go from not knowing to actually being comfortable. And then now the second layer. So people come into our program, sometimes not knowing the basics at all. And that's, we, we teach that. I teach that inside of the money school. I have a course that they get access to that really bridges that gap for them. And then there are some people that come into our program who they already have their finances, like in terms of like the foundations, they have that on, but they're like, Latifah, I'm ready for next level. I really want a community of women physicians. I want a mentor that's going to coach me and really help me get to the next level. And we do that as well. But in order to get to that, in order for you to be able to create that seven figure, which we're now seeing our members create and having the freedom of life, which we're now seeing our members create, you have to get the personal finance under control like that. You have to know what your money is going like. That is a requirement. So, but you don't have to know it before you join us. We can teach you how to do that. That's part of what we do. So that's number one. But also after listening to the pod, this podcast, you will be able to get some things started as well. So knowing what the dollars is going, that's number one. Number two skill that you have to learn is how, invest. Listen, you can kick and scream. 
Yes, you can kick and scream. However, if I tell you to go to New York, you're not going to walk to New York. You can walk to New York. It's going to take you forever to get there. And you're going to be maybe Perry dead <laughs> like by the time you get there. However, you could also take a bicycle there or you could take a plane there and get there in like six hours from California, right? So when I think about investment, investment is like taking a plane from where you are to where you want to get to. It does not have to be complicated. Literally, guys, I cannot tell you how many people are like learning personal finance. And then once we teach them, they're like, I did not know it was that like simple. Like I thought it was going to be more complicated than this because I'm like, yo, I invested simply in the stock market. And what was more important wasn't even just like what I was investing in only, but the fact that I was consistently doing it through the power of automation. So you have like, it is not negotiable, y'all. Like, and this is going to get you on the path to creating that outcome for yourself. And then you can now add other layers of complication or, you know, expedition or expedition, expedition, expedition. I don't know. This is not an English class. Y'all not tuning into my podcast to hear like perfect English. But, you know, whatever that word is like, then you can now add things to it, like, growing your business, owning your business. And if you're someone that owns your own private practice, the income you're earning from there, the profit that you're earning from there can be going towards you building and investing, right? Whether that is with your 401k, whether that's like 403b, whether that is by, you know, depending on what kind of like setup you have, like if you have a self fund, like pension fund for yourself, whether that's through your own company or whether you work for someone. So there are different ways of doing it, there are different vehicles of doing it. But the important thing is picking one and deciding and then do another one and then decide and then do another one deciding. Like, yo, I'm not joking. Like literally my road to the first couple of six figures was not complicated. It was straightforward. It was hecka boring. I was not doing real estate. I did not own businesses at that point. I was investing in businesses through the stock market because that's what the stock market is, right? But keep in mind that you have to learn how to invest. And again, if you're like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know whatever. Like a financial advisor can be helpful. You're not going to defer your power to them. It's better to work in partnership. So you should learn yourself so that you can know how to screen and what to trust and all that stuff, right? So just keeping that in mind that investing is required. And again, what you invest in may be different depending on what season you're in. However, I truly believe that diversifying is the key to life. I don't believe in putting all of my eggs in one basket. So I personally make sure that I invest in stock market in addition to everything else I would do. Number three is this. I wish y'all could see me. Well, maybe you're watching me on I don't know, Instagram or YouTube, but I wish I had some glasses like, you know, like the glasses you put on your nose from the grandparents yeah that's literally what i want to tell you right now which is you cannot depend on traditional financial education i'm going to repeat that you cannot depend on traditional financial education and the reason why that's the case is this listen y'all we cannot be like spectators in our own lives if you want to know people like by their fruits we will know them look at what traditional financial education gets us it gets us get a job work forever invest maybe and then at the age of 65 
will clap for you, will give you a cake, will blow candles, will have a retirement party for you. And now you can go enjoy your life that we hope that you will have, right? It's like we spend all of our peak years working continuously. There's nothing wrong with working. I believe there's a purpose. Like when you have a purpose, it actually helps your brain and keeps you alive. I believe that. However, the challenge is that if we are not giving ourselves the freedom that we deserve, the freedom to be able to pause, the freedom to be able to work part-time if we want to, the freedom to be able to work full-time if you want to, the freedom to be able to take a break, to be able to change what you do, to be able to decide that you have a different mission, a different vision in the season of your life. Like whatever that thing is, it is so important because there's that assumption that we're all going to you know, get past age 65 and then we'll be healthy and our joints are going to work, our back is going to work, and then we can finally travel the world, right? Me traveling right now is going to be completely different from me traveling when I'm in my 60s. Doesn't mean I can't do it then. By God's grace, I will do it again, right? But I get to do this now while we're young. And someone talked to me about something recently where they said, and I haven't looked at this to confirm, but according to them, the experiences that you have in life or the memories, the experiences really, is important. But how long you get to enjoy those memories for is also important. So me doing this right now means I get to enjoy the memories that we're creating right now for decades to come. Versus if you're doing this when you're older and you only have a short amount of time to enjoy the memories, right? So again, we cannot rely on financial education because unfortunately, the way the system is groomed is that you know, we live paycheck to paycheck. That's what it does. Paycheck to paycheck, not be able to take a break, not be able to take a vacation, work for someone else, pay maximum taxes, right? Like literally that is how the system is built. But in order for you to create the life of freedom, which means you get the choice to decide how you spend your time and your life, you're going to have to opt out of that. And that is everything that I do here. Like literally, I saw the writing on the wall and I'm like, mm mm I'm not going to be in this. Like for me, the main reason why I decided to start to focus on my money was really because I wanted to be able to take care of my patients in a way that was in line with my value. I wanted to be able to care for my patients, speak out and advocate on their behalf. If I felt like someone was being racist or sexist, I wanted to be able to speak about that. And I knew that if I was afraid of losing my job, that that's not something that I would be able to do. And that was my own biggest motivation to be able to go forward and learn about money and build money to the level that we have currently, okay? And then number four is this. You gotta make decisions. Mm -hmm. Make decisions. The mistake that I see people making, right, is that they're looking for like this sophisticated pathway. They're looking for the new thing. They're looking for what's in vogue. They're looking for this new. I'm like, yo, you're looking for the new things. You haven't even done any of the old stuff, right? We know that real estate is a classic. You haven't done that. We know that investing in businesses, you haven't done that. We know that you can build passive income. You haven't done that. And you're looking for another way that just came out five seconds ago, I see if this new fancy tool is going to finally be what gets you to create new habits, right? So that's like procrastination on steroids. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling you out, right? So the key is we have to learn to make decisions. I've literally interviewed many physicians. I've interviewed like 
very successful physicians. I've interviewed the amazing successful women inside of my program. And I will tell you that some of the keys to success is going to be that. It is going to be making decisions, making decisions about what vehicles you want to use, making decisions about what you want your life to look like, making decisions about how, when, who to hire, who to fire, what business, like you have to make decisions. And if you're like, well, Latifa, I don't know how to make decisions. I'm afraid of making decisions. The way you make decisions is by practicing making decisions. Start by deciding on the things that are not even important. What am I, like, just make it faster. Move forward. Stop looking back. Just move forward and keep going. Make decisions, move forward, and you can make other decisions if you change your mind in future. You're not married to the decisions that you make. Like, it's meant to be forever right? Because that's a fallacy that actually makes it harder for us to make decisions. But when I think about people that are super successful, one of the skill set that they have had to practice is the ability to make decisions. Like when we get called from our property, we got to make decisions. When we, you know, we have to make, tenants moving out, we have to make decisions. What do we want the rent new rent to be? We have to make decisions. Like we have to make decisions. And we do that anyways in clinic all day. And I think sometimes there is fatigue that happens. And that's why I'm a huge fan of automation so that you have to decrease the number of decisions that you need to make, but you still have to make higher level decisions. So automate or delegate the lower level stuff so that you can have the mind mental space to be able to make decisions about the higher level stuff. How about that? So the question that I want you to ask yourself about that is what are decisions that you're not making right now? What are, every time you think about the word later, I want you to like, boom, like buzz, like buzz, you know, when you're playing like, um, what's that game called? I forget, uh, my brain is freezing. But anyways, imagine a game with a buzzer. <laughs> every time you say later, buzzer is going up, say, nope, make the decision now. Later is like literally you making no decisions about the clothes that you the clothes that you're hiding inside of your closet and now your closet's a freaking mess because you kept on saying later 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 make decisions that's important and again this applies regardless of where you are in your journey if you're like latifat you know i now have my seven figures you and i want to keep growing i want to grow to the next level it's going to require decisions making in order to do that okay and then the last skill that you have to learn is being the ceo and willing to learn how to CEO. Like, guys, there's a reason why people that win the lottery, significant percentage of them actually lose their money and go back to filing bankruptcy, right? There's a scripture in the Bible that says you can't put new wine in an old skin. The bottom line is you have to change, right? You have to change. You have to learn the psychology of success. You have to learn how to CEO better. Even if you don't own your own big company, if you own your real estate or you're managing people or you have, you know, investing in like businesses, that is, you are the CEO of that. In fact, even if you're not investing in those yet, you are the CEO of your life, right? And you have to learn how to CEO. If you don't learn how to CEO, no one's going to do it for you. I'm just being real here, guys. Like we have to learn that we are the directors of this orchestra. We cannot delegate our power. There are things that you delegate, and I'm a big fan of delegation, but being the CEO of your life is not one you can delegate because the person you defer to, they are the CEO of their own life. And trust me, if they had to choose between yours and theirs, pshoo, they're choosing theirs in a heartbeat right? So these are some other skills that I believe is going to be super duper important 
when it comes to creating that financial and life freedom that you want. So what I have for you, the question that I have for you is out of the things that we've talked about today, which one of this is your weakest link? Which one of, are you like, okay, Latifah, thank you very much. I'm going to have to, I'm going to be making decisions faster. Or you're like, yes, definitely. I've not been doing a good job of being the CEO. I'm not looking at my numbers. I was doing well. And then I stopped looking at my numbers. I'm not asking questions. I'm not doing my estate planning. I'm not making sure we're insured. Like that is being the CEO of your finance. And if you're not doing that, then it's time for you to do that. Or maybe it's one of the first three. Maybe you're like, I did not know where my money was going. I knew that before, but I haven't looked at it again. Like literally the week that I'm recording this, the women inside of my program, we are going through an exercise where we're looking for where all the extra money's at, right? And my goal is that for them, I you know, have like prompt questions, five questions that they're going to go through and they're going to go through that over the course of the week. And some people are going to do it all at once, but some are going to do one a day because I really want them to do a deep dive of finding out where the money is hiding in their life. And the beautiful thing about this is if they do this exercise, some of them are going to find thousands of dollars. And imagine what would happen if they found thousands of dollars. Now they get to put that into things that actually build their life and build the freedom that they want, whether that's hiring extra childcare, going on a solo date, taking a sabbatical, enjoying that coffee, adding more into the stock market, accelerating their rate of accumulation of their new, you know, um, raw dust or fresh powder that they're going to use towards their next investment. The bottom line is this work accelerates their growth. And that's one of the things that we do inside of the money school. So if you're like, go through, look, where are my numbers? Do I know where my money is going? Do I know what I'm doing and how do I want to get better? Right? Maybe you're like, okay, I need to learn how to invest or I need to look at my investments and how much I'm paying in my investment. Am I diversifying enough? Am I too diversified and need to actually focus on less buckets so I can increase Increase the strength of the legs as opposed to like what I call die, D-I-E, versifying, where you have your money in too many buckets, right? Or maybe you're someone that you're like, oh my goodness, Latifah, I never even imagined or think about the fact that, yes, traditional financial education is really grooming us to live paycheck to paycheck so that we're stuck in this whole, I don't know, railroad track thing of the system. And I did not know that. And I'm opting out of that because my choice is important. My voice is important. And yeah. So which one is it for you? I want you to commit to doing the work of learning how to do this. And you can do this by yourself, absolutely freaking lootly. But if you want us to be part of that journey with you, if you want us to help you learn all this, like the personal finance, uh, how to invest simply, the ability to make decisions will hold you accountable. We have an accountability system inside of our money school. And honestly, when we get feedback from our members, that's like one of the things they talk a lot about. They're like, they actually are meeting their, some of them are meeting the accountability bodies in person, which is like crazy, right? And so whatever that is for you, I want you to just make a commitment and decide, am I going to do it myself? In which case I want you to go execute and do it and send me messages because I want to celebrate you. And if you're like Latifah, I need help with this. I want to grow in this. This is literally what we do inside of the money school. Send us a message. You can email me directly, drlatifat at moneyfitmd.com. Latifat, you can spell my name, L-A-T-I-F as in Frank, A-T at moneyfitmd.com. But the key is guys, the year is going to an end 
We are done waiting. We're done chilling. It is time to move the needle. It is time to create. It is time to be while your life matters, right? There's an urgency in all of our lives. Everything that I do here is with that intent in mind. I want you to live your best service, hard-driven, joyful life ever, where you're living in freedom because you're not afraid of what is going to happen economically because you are well taken care of. So I hope this has been helpful for you. Make sure you let me know. Share this if you found it helpful. You can share it on Facebook or Instagram. You can text it to your friends. Um, And of course, I love reading those reviews from you guys. Thank you so much. I love, love, love having you in my world. And again, we're here to serve. Let us help you get the help you need. By the way, if you're listening to this episode, I do have an extra resource that I want you to go access. And the way you access this is I went through this training or did this training, which is where I'm teaching women physicians how to create their seven-figure life. The Some of the stuff we've covered right now is part of it, but it's only a small part of it. So go to moneyfitmd.com forward slash T. MD so that you can access those free resources. We are done playing. We are ready to move. And it's your turn. I love you. And I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye. If you have loved this episode, I would love it if you can head over to iTunes and leave us a review. It helps us get this content to more women physicians. This is a money revolution. And I'm so glad that you're part of it. Thank you for listening.